It's Friday. Whew, what a week. We've produced a full week of episodes, and I'm so proud of the team. So today on CityCast Philly, I want y'all to meet lead producer Xandra McMahon and producer Abby Fritz. We're going to talk about what a week it's been. It's Friday, October 21st, 2022. I'm Trinae Nuri, and this is CityCast Philly. Hey, also every Friday we're going to have this loose format conversation with the team about news events that's happened throughout the week. It's our Friday news roundup. Uh, I'm joined now by our lead producer, Xandra, and producer Abby. How y'all feeling about the first week of full shows? Oof, I'm tired. I don't know about you, Trina. I'm a little tired, but I'm proud of us, though. I mean, the, the shows we did this <laughs> week were great, and I can't wait to keep telling more awesome stories about Philly and just, you know, covering this beautiful, complex, gritty city that we love. <laughs> How about for you, Abby? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not as tired as I thought I'd be, so <laughs> very happy about that. Oh, well, I'm tired. I think I'm on my... I have the 20-ounce Wawa coffee <laughs> right here. I get it. I uh, get it. You know it's serious with the 20-ounce. <laughs> I was talking to some podcasters this week, some other podcasters. They do like an episode a month or like every – like two episodes a month. And I was like, yeah, we're about to go five episodes a week. And they were just like, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> It is, but you know what? We have a great team. Everyone's, you know, pulling out, pulling their exactly. weight. So <laughs> uh, it's good. It feels good to just chat with Philly every morning. So, yeah. And speaking of Philly, uh, arguably my favorite topic this week is our Philly sports teams. They're just kicking butt, and it feels good. I know that y'all are not sports people. <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't reveal yeah. that. Don't reveal that secret, Trinae. <laughs> One thing I loved about this week, too, is our great friend John Barchard at uh, Bell and the Birdman podcast. And just like the energy that he brings in. I mean, literally, y'all, that conversation like that. I I'm glad that we had that this week. And I'm glad that y'all can see the realness of what this city is about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the bonds that you make with the most, you know, with random people. And and we all just have that love for our teams. Um, and that's what it's all about. I will say this is like experiencing Philly sports and like Philly like sports fan culture is this is the first time in my life where I I want to get into that. Like it's so luring to me because y'all are so passionate and I do see the like bonds and connections you make and I hear about like the amazing like tailgate experiences outside the link and I'm just like, well, I kind of want to be a part of mm -hmm. that community. So I feel like while sometimes it's a turnoff for other people like in the country and like the people's, you know, view Eagles fans or Philly sports fans is like really like rowdy and crazy. And it's like, I love that though. I love that about Philly sports fans. I'm like, I want to join in on that party. So who knows? Maybe it like this is this is my turning point, Trinae. Like I, this is this is what gets me into sports. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I'm going to recommend that you play Dreams and Nightmares and okay. learn the words <laughs> to Meek Mill's Dreams and Nightmares, so that you're not left out when we are screaming it to the top <laughs> of our lungs. When Meek Mill came onto the um onto the field, I was watching it at home, and I was just like, this is nuts because like that is like the unofficial official 
the music of the Eagles, along with our fly, Eagles fly, on the road to victory. Wait, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Get to know that as well. <laughs> I'm not a singer, though, but apparently some of the Eagles players are putting oh, out yeah. a Christmas album, which is insane. Oh my god. They sound good. Did y'all ever see um sorry, wow, I'm really gonna like embarrass myself with this reference. Did did y'all see Pitch Perfect 2 and like the Green Bay Packers like sing a cappella in that movie? And that's what that reminds me of. Football football players singing a cappella, but <laughs> cool. I, I haven't seen that, but yeah. I'm excited. A Christmas album, and I believe the proceeds are going to a children's foundation. Oh, that's so. nice. That's so cute. Feel good stuff. See, you know, <laughs> we're. <sighs> th- that's what that's what it's all about. You know what mm. I mean? We might be aggressive, but we're really nice people. You give back to the community, which is important. <laughs> yes. We, we have to talk about other sports teams, too. I mean, I know, Trinae, the Eagles, that's like, that's your jam. But I feel like we, we can't not mention that mm-hmm. the Phillies are doing really well. Like, they're one step... One step away from yes. being in the World Series, which would be their first World Series appearance in like 13 years, I was reading. And I also don't know if y'all saw mm-hmm. this, that um, yeah. this week the police were were sending out letters to stores in Center City or like near the stadium mm-hmm. being like, prepare for potential destruction, like in case like fans go like wild and there's a lot of celebrations in the streets. And I was like, oh, wow. And then they were also saying that like police officers can't take any time off between Saturday and Tuesday because like the earliest that the Phillies like could clinch that um, National League Championship Series is Saturday. So I don't know. Thank God I don't live off abroad. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something. So when they had the parade, I was working in a bookstore downtown um, at Temple Center City Campus, which is like on uh, like 15th and Market. I couldn't get home. Like, because they, like, shut down SEPTA. Um, and I just had to walk all the way back to the Temple's main campus, which was a couple of miles. Um, but it was insane. There was confetti flying from the sky. Like. Oh, my God. Was that that was for the Super Bowl? I want to I want to experience. Yeah, that, again. <laughs> that sounds incredible. So do you feel like the, the police like telling stores yeah. like maybe batting down the hatches like that's that's not an over. That's a great oh, idea. that's a great idea. No, no, no. That's a great idea because when the Eagles won that night, I mean, everyone flew out of their house and marched on Broad Street from South Philly to North Philly, West Philly came through. Like, I came mm-hmm. in, it was just, it was so much destruction that <laughs> oh night. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, so I, I understand. I completely understand why they would say that. And I think that's a good recommendation. Well, good luck, Phillies. Yeah, I've seen people walking around with the, like, Grease the Poles or, like, Crisco the Poles shirts or whatever. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because the last <laughs> time they won, they, they like, buttered up all the poles so that people couldn't climb up them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that phrase, buttered <laughs> up the poles. 
that's that's what crisco is yeah. right essentially it's like butter it's, it's like imitation love it's, it's really bad for your cholesterol oh. <laughs> um okay so let's talk about another story that just blew my mind this week learning that philly public schools have only four librarians wow like what is up yeah. with that that's so sad that's so wild out of the 216 schools in the district, just four have certified librarians. Wow. I was reading a Philadelphia Inquirer story, too, about this. And um, they said in that story that Philadelphia has the worst ratio of school librarians in the country, according to the Pennsylvania Association of School Librarians. So, like, Philly is not doing well. Right. And um, in that inquiry piece, they talked about just like the community effort mm -hmm. at uh, John Story Jenks Elementary School mm -hmm. um, up in Chestnut Hill. And they were able to reopen their school's library after being closed for like, you know, a long time, which I think I, I, I was reading that. And I was just like, that is such a beautiful story. Like parents came together you know, they, uh, you know, kept preaching their message of why it was so important for their kids to have access to a library, which when you think about it, it's like, oh, yeah, schools, library goes together. But, <laughs> you know, that sometimes often is um, a resource that gets cut when money gets tight. And it's really sad, too, because I think in the, the same article, Ternay, they were talking about how, like, the correlation between having access to a library and, like, um, literacy rates coincide and mm -hmm. um, higher test scores. So it's just a resource that kids really do need, you know, in their childhood. Yeah, I, I used to love going to library. Like, my dad, um, he, like, uh, he lives in uh, North Jersey and he would always like take me to the library down the street and like, it was a big thing. You're going to get your library card. You know what I mean? And, um, Oh, that, that just made me feel like, yes, like I got a card, a special card for myself. It's one of the last places I feel like where you can just exist without being expected to buy something. Like you can just hang out in libraries and they welcome mm. that. And I just right. think that's so yeah. lovely. And then, you know, I mm -hmm. mean, not to, to like go down a really bummer road, but like, I also feel like librarians nowadays like double as harm reductionists sometimes because like we've seen this trend of like overdoses in libraries becoming more and more common because again like it's one of those few public spaces where people can just go and hang out and then so then that means that librarians are the ones who are administering Narcan when someone's experiencing an overdose and like I was reading which was like super interesting I was reading this uh, story from earlier this year from WHYY about how like the first ever Narcan vending machine in Philly went into a library in West Philly earlier this year. And so it was like kind of one of the first vending machines of its kind in the country. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do with all those feelings, but I'm just like, ah, librarians, we love you. You're our like unsung heroes of the community, I feel like. I think a lot of parents too use that space to be like, hey, I'm going to pick you up at this time because my work ends at this time. So just go to the library, hang out there. Like this is a safe space where you can do your homework and there's Wi-Fi and there's bathrooms and like, or most of them have bathrooms at least. Yeah. It's just such an incredible space for, for people to feel safe. And I know sometimes that's hard in Philly and in a lot of other cities in the country as well, but yeah, it's really sad. And I think, too, with the limited amount of librarians in the city, the hours have been cut at a lot of libraries as well. So it's like 
not only are there not these spaces anymore sometimes because of the lack of libraries, but okay, yeah, you might have a library, but it's only open till four, you know, which is the other part of this. When I was raising the kids when they were like younger, um, we would go to a lot of like reading circles at different libraries around the city. I love that. You get to like bond with other moms and parents and caregivers. I used to love doing, um, I did like a yoga class at the uh, main free library. Um, so I, I really, 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 really just, I'm a pro library person. <laughs> you heard it here. This is a pro library yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it's an interesting issue. And like, I don't know what the solution is other than just like more funding from the city. Like, obviously, like schools need more funding than like if schools got more funding, then, you know, more libraries could open in schools. I mean, I know that recently the superintendent for Philadelphia schools said that he was going to try and partner with the free library system to open more libraries and schools. But like I like we were just saying, the free library is also short staffed and like they just had like a big, massive hiring spree for library assistance. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really nice to see like communities getting involved, like especially with um, John Story Jenks. Uh, but I also think like not all communities just have the time and resources to do something True. like that. True. So, you know, it's awesome to get the community involved and it's really great to see people like taking that initiative. But I do think it, there needs to be some like monetary funding that goes directly to this. And it's hard because I think a lot of the um, a lot of the principals and administrators that like talked about this issue they were like I can do a lot else with this money other than hire a librarian and we have other like pressing matters so you know it's just goes back to funding schools and really putting more investing more in our kids in Philly anything else on your mind that you thought was a really like interesting uh topic this week in Philly can we talk about Avogadon <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> The, the avocado <laughs> yes <laughs> so this oh was just, i feel like it was like all over my social media i don't know about y'all but like yeah it was just like crazy i was like oh my god um the the ad or like the flyer for avogadon which um okay well first of all i guess we should say what avogadon is before we get into it people are just like what the heck are you talking yeah. about yeah so this uh for so a couple days this <laughs> right. week um, this food redistribution nonprofit called Sharing Excess had like come into the surplus of avocados. They just had so many avocados. Like I think they said on their flyer that there was like a million avocados that were at risk of going to waste, which is mind boggling to me. A million oh avocados were at risk of going to waste. So they basically just held this avocadon event at, at FDR Park in South Philly and just said like, come get your avocados. And people in Philly were like really about it. And apparently people waited in line for hours. Our newsletter editor, Brittany Valentine, saw photos online of people in costumes. Like this was an event. I don't know how you all felt about it. My question is why are avocados so expensive if they're just giving them away and there's like a million in a oh, truck somewhere? True. Like, you know true, what I'm saying? I go anywhere I go, I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't afford my little avocado toast. Right. I have to get the deals like it's like four for a dollar. <laughs> yes. Right yes. And then the the bad part is that I forget about them. And like by the time that they're ready, I'm like, all right, I'm going to pop it open. And it's like, oh, man, this is this is not good. This is not good. That's when you make a guac. That's when you make some yeah. something like that. Yeah. No. 
What else can you do with avocados oh, other than guacamole? You can put it in smoothies. I love avocado oh, smoothies. Really? Yeah, people make shakes out of it too. If you put like condensed milk with avocado, it's lit. Um, trying to think what else I do with avocados. On any sort of sandwich, um, whenever I make tostadas. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, I'm, I'm from California, so I love avocados, but <laughs> it's like the national fruit of Cal or the state fruit of California's avocado. I don't know. I'm making that up. <laughs> I just eat them like right raw sometimes. Like I'll just put a little salt on them and just eat them right out of the rind. It's pretty good really? as a snack. Yeah, it's good protein. Oh, wow. And um, but no, I mean, apparently, according to this Billy Penn story, like this surplus came from South America. And but like this is a this is a problem all over the world. Like there's just too many avocados. And I'm like, where are they all coming oh. from? Like, why are there too many avocados? I have a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> but if you do want free avocados, you still have time. If you're listening to this Friday morning, you can go today. Today's the last day that they're holding Avageddon at FDR Park in South Philly. You can go get your my question is though is there a limit to how many avocados you could take because like what if no apparently there's not there's, there's no not. limit so no. i could show up with no like a limit. pickup truck and just say fill her up and they would just <laughs> fill up <laughs> i think a lot of restaurants and like like people who own small businesses and stuff are going to like get avocados and like stuff like that like people are taking like oh cases my God. yeah this is yeah wild. you know what's insane it's like in the fall, you go apple picking, <laughs> pumpkin picking. Now we're going avocado. Only in Philly, right? <laughs> Only in Philly. Makes absolutely no sense. But um, didn't they say also it's just like the supply chain issues of the past like two years have been up and down and up and mm -hmm. down. The, the, the only thing is I'm worried about, again, like for people that are not – like I'm a type of peep I'm the type of person that buys spring mix salad mm -hmm. and I forget about it. It's only in the back of the fridge. But by the time I want to be healthy, it's 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 sour. It's gone. <laughs> so like, how long can an avocado last? Like, it depends how firm it is when you get it. I I okay. I get ones of varying firmness. So then there's like one for today and one for the next day, and then you put one in the fridge. You know, you've got to you time it but out. See, if you put it in the fridge, right? You cut it, you slice it in half. And you put it in the fridge, it um, the oxygen, right? There's like a chemical reaction happening, and it's not as green as it was. It's like brown. I have a fix for that. All you have to do Ooh. is put lime juice, a little bit of lime or lemon juice on it, and it will be good. Yeah, it won't turn. It won't oxidize like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Abby, our avocado expert. Avocado tips. So, well, <laughs> of course. I'm so mad that I know the most about this topic today because – Everybody was sending me this story, and I'm like, I'm not a millennial. Don't send me this. This is not my fault. This is the millennials' fault, 100%. <laughs> wait a minute, wait, wait. Yeah, I'm same. a millennial. Excuse me, Gen Z. Y'all, you, you don't know? Okay, so basically, avocados were like normal price. Like, yeah, whatever. They were just avocados. And then millennials all of a sudden made like avocado toast and like all these things a thing. And then the price just like skyrocketed. Like, I, I remember talking to my partner's mom about this, who was like, oh, yeah, we can't buy avocados anymore. Like, like she remembers the time in New York City when she was unable to buy avocados because of millennials. So it's not on me. It's not on me. It's on y'all. <laughs> I feel so <laughs> speechless. Oh, man. It's like one of those like things like I remember when gas was only a dollar. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. 
I apologize. <laughs> it wasn't me because I was definitely not eating avocado toast. I'm not that person. I'm not that person. <laughs> put all the blame on me. <laughs> the, the avocado eating Sandra's millennial. Fault. <laughs> oh so man. Well, this was so fun. Funny. Thanks for having us, Trinae. I'm gonna I'm gonna love these chats every mm. week. This is this is pretty cool. Heck yeah. That's all for this week here on CityCast Philly. Thanks so much for listening to our first week of shows. Our lead producer is Alexandra McMahon. Our producers this week were Abby Fritz and Meg Dalton. Our newsletter editor is Brittany Valentine. And our host is me, Trinae Nuri. Music is by Philly Zone Interminable. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back Monday morning with more news from around the city. Bye. Fly, he goes fly. <laughs>